Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Omar Project. Before we get started, I want to make sure I invite you to join the OmarProject.com. That's spelled O-M-A-R, because you can get a lot of great insight on project management, the skills you need to up your game, and also learn from the best project managers in the world on the most complex projects. Hello, and welcome again to The Omar Project. And I want to just let you all know that it's been a crazy couple of months. Uh, I moved uh, different cities. I'm now in New Orleans, which is a city that I used to live in. And it's a city that uh, my wife and I really enjoy. So we're really happy. Uh, so the last couple of months have been a little bit of settling. But I, I do want to mention that moving forward, the Omar Project podcast will, will sound a little bit different. Now, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be focusing on the questions that you ask about project management, leadership, about all different types of things that you're interested in. And then also bringing in speakers or, or guests that we can speak to and understand and better learn from. But today, let's focus on some questions. First one I received from Ben from California. So he's had uh, multiple projects that are ongoing at one time. So he's managing likely a portfolio and I'm in charge of organizing them so they are more streamlined. But we don't have a good process in place, but I'd like to get a system for initiating projects. Does that exist? So that's a great question, Ben. I often get asked about how you initiate projects. And when you're in organizations that don't have systems in place for projects or for getting them completed, then if you're the most familiar person with projects, then you're probably going to have to be the one to get it set up. And there's multiple ways you can do that depending on the scale of your organization. This one, we don't really know what Ben's in. I mean, there's totally different industries where you would set up things a little bit differently, but it, it all boils down to one thing. Do you have a system in place where when people want to do something that starts to allocate capital, which is money for improvements, money for repair, money for new things like that is going to bring revenue? Does it capture it and then put them into some sort of workflow that allows them to manage their process better? And, and if, in order to have that, you need to have some sort of project uh, initiation or something that kicks it off. And I've seen this run multiple different ways, all the way from the simplest, which is just putting a, a one-page sheet that says, you know, what's your project? Why, you run, why do you want to do this? You know, what is your estimate? And how much time do you think it's going to take, which then gets filled out and gets kicked over to whoever the project person is. Uh, and then they would do some more refinement, maybe develop the estimate further. Um, or you could have even a greater workflow where you could actually have this all automated and have a system in place to, to develop it. And one of the things that uh, I've been toying around with and I really enjoy, uh, if you have, haven't used it, I think it's awesome. We're not sponsored by this at all. So this is just my thoughts, but Microsoft Forms has a, a really straightforward interface to be able to do something like this. So if you wanted to create an initiation form, you could just put it into Microsoft uh, Forms. You could put in all the questions, the three or four questions. It'll spit it out into a spreadsheet for you, and then you can track it that way. And uh, the cool thing or the, the really incredible thing that Microsoft's doing is they're working with a lot of tools that that actually make programming a lot easier. So before, um, if you wanted to program something, you actually had to understand the coding portion of it. 
now we're, we're really kind of getting into a space where you can do a lot of things without really having intimate knowledge of coding, just knowing kind of logically what you want to do. One of those tools is called Power Automate, and it works really well with uh, Microsoft Forms. So if you wanted to like have a Microsoft Form that kicked off a project and then it goes into your Power Automate software, which then says, okay, we had a trigger event. We added a new, uh, a per somebody filled out the form. Now I can send an email to the approvers to see who approves what. You can do that all with Power Automate and it's not too complicated. So th that's, that's one area where I would go if you want something more automated. But the question behind this question is really how do I even kick something off? And really it's simple. I mean, just ask people what they want. The, the one caveat I will say is that nobody that's filling out these forms, especially if you're not in a project group or if you're not familiar with projects, you're not going to enjoy doing this if it's a, it's a, a really intense process. So you don't want to make these things cumbersome. You don't want to make them, when I say these things, I mean the project initiation forms or the project kickoff forms. You don't want to make them so that there's so many pages or so many so much content or information that needs to be filled out that nobody wants to do it because that's going to defeat the whole purpose and your process is not going to work really well. So anyway, Ben, I hope that helped. I think that is definitely the way to go. Um, I like where you're going that you're actually thinking about maybe automating this and creating a workflow for it. And I think that is the correct way to do it. Let's talk about a little bit of project management news that's happened over the last week. One of the big things that's coming out in uh the news is the movement into electrification, especially for cars. And I just want to talk about how that's going to, how that's going to impact project management and building and construction moving forward. So if you guys remember uh, the internet era really started, especially cloud started uh, opening up a lot of data being used and, and that's still to this day. So what's happening is that data needs to be stored somewhere so if you actually look at where the data is being stored, it's it's all these data service centers that are popping up all over the country. So for Amazon, for Microsoft, for Google Clouds, for all these companies that have these server banks, they're in these giant warehouses. So data services has been a huge boom for these uh, IT companies because it's just a lot of construction going on. And if you're a project manager, you know, doing a million square foot warehouse is a pretty cool project. That's pretty fun. And it's got a lot of requirements for utility systems and all that. So that's been a big space. What we are about to see coming up, just based on some of these announcements, for example, Volvo is saying they're going fully electric by 2030, which is pretty quick. We've only got nine years to do that. That means that we're going to have to have a lot more manufacturing facilities that are tailored, custom tailored for electric, not just the manufacturing facility, but also the battery infrastructure that comes with that. So one of the things to note is is to to think about from a project management perspective is how are they going to initiate their projects and how are they going to construct and being in the battery world now at Advano as the director of project management and operations what i'm seeing is you know this stuff this scaling is going to be a tremendous opportunity for project managers moving forward so it's something that I think is exciting. It's something I think that if you're a project manager, you, sh you should stay plugged into because I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities there moving forward. All right, let's go to another question. This question is from uh, Jennifer from New Jersey. 
the question is, I am feeling frustrated because I don't think there's an accurate way to estimate the efforts of developers. No matter what method of PM is used, PM being project management, I estimated 15 IT projects and with numerous change requests, I find we're missing money to complete. Is there a structured way to estimate budgets for IT projects? All right, so caveat here is I have developed some IT projects, um, but that was very personal. I mean, it wasn't uh, within an IT organization, but I can say that most project management, whether it's agile or, or what we call waterfall, which is more sequential, I mean, it's, it's the same. Like if you look at it in one industry versus another, it's very, very, it's very similar. So if you understand it one way, you're probably likely going to get it uh, in another, you know, similar industry. That being said, the question here is really fundamental to estimating. Estimating as a project manager is always one of the most challenging um, activities that you'll have to, to complete because in essence, you're predicting the cost of something much, much before you actually have all the full information. And when I see this question about, I'm getting frustrated because it seems like they're going over budget and they have all these projects going on. There's, there's a couple of key areas that I can just tell immediately that, that are probably this organization doesn't have. One is they, they likely have some sort of portfolio where they're managing 15 IT projects, which is, is great. But then she mentions change requests and change requests by definition, a change request or a change in scope is when you are going in one direction in the project or your scope was defined and then you decide to change the scope, which means you can adding cost, adding energy, adding time to do that. And, and these change requests are extremely dangerous to project managers that are trying to complete their stuff on time because they add all these things like cost uh, and there are, there's always impacts. No matter what someone tells you, it could be the smallest change. There's likely something that you're not considering that has an impact because uh, you changed it. It's just natural. So in these IT projects, if you're using agile, which is, is typical in IT, that means you're doing, you know, sprints, which are some sort of time period, usually short time periods, like a month or so, where you're kind of focusing on features and you don't have to have everything figured out. You, you might be iterating. Well, to me, some of this issue could be the scope is not well enough defined prior to getting involved and actually completing the projects. So the first thing I would recommend, Jen, is is really do you have a do you have a good scope defined? Because that's going to be key to actually hitting your metrics. Like all of those IT projects need to have a very clear scope of where is the point that you stop doing the project? Is it because you've met all these objectives, or do you stop and then request more funding to continue going? Because no project can just keep producing things. There's always an end to a project. And to me, it seems like there's a little bit of scope definition that needs to happen. So, so Jen, I would recommend making sure when these projects are started, that the appropriate level of detail is applied to the scope. So that's, that's one. The secondary part of this is budgeting itself. Um, if you have IT projects for 15 people, 
and you find yourself going over budget, then you really need to look at your budgeting process and understand what am I missing? Is, is it, is it, am I going over because of hours or am I going over because of estimates being off? And this is where you have to do a, basically a look back at your estimates that you had initially, and then look at what you had uh, at the finish and see what's going on with it. A lot of this probably is just people's hours or people's times, which means people's times kind of come, come up because they have scope or they haven't finished it. So estimating shouldn't, it should never be a surprise that you are getting over budget. You should have a system in place where you can actually see and have leading indicators that show you that your project is on track and that your spend is on track. Now it is much more difficult when you have contractors that are offsite, which means in IT, you can, you can have contractors that are across the world and they're doing projects for you and you can't go to their offices every day and see what they're doing. So they may just send you an invoice at the end of the month and that's that. And, and if it's over, it's over. But there are ways to structurally, contractually limit that and protect yourself and your business. And those need to be implemented in the, in the beginning of the business. So the first thing I would say is one is look at how you're actually uh, managing this portfolio given the scope. Is it clear? Or are things coming in because it's just not clear and it's not very well developed? If that's the problem, then you have to go. You have to go and fix that. If it's because uh, you have that all well defined, but people are going over their hours just because, and you're having a hard time controlling that, then you, you may have to renegotiate your contracts with that contractor. I mean, you may be doing the wrong types of contracts for the project. You know, if you're just doing an hourly rate contract, they're going to just keep billing until they're done. That's just how an hourly rate contract works. You may then need to switch to some sort of uh, rate contract with hold points where they cannot proceed forward once they've spent a certain amount of money. You may need to structure completely differently. Maybe you go into a stage type of contract with milestones. So it's like when you get to this point, stop and then we're going to reassess and then tell you to keep going. And there's different ways it's a structure contract that definitely needs to be looked at as well. So Jen, thank you for the question. I hope that helped and looking forward to getting more questions next week. Now, if you want to send a question, if you have a specific question about project management, then you you're welcome to send me. I want to see what you have on project management. I'd really love to, to answer it on the podcast you can send an email to podcast at the omarproject.com. You can also send me an audio file of the question. If you're just, you know, in your car and you just have a question right now, take an audio file of it and just email it over to me. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll answer it and we'll talk project management, project leadership, all about setting up and getting things done. Because at the end of the day, the whole idea of this is how do we perform more effectively as an organization? How do we get to the goal that we want? How do we execute? And as we know, execution uh, can always have some bumps and some difficulties. I hope that helped. Uh, I hope you guys like this new format. If you could also send me some feedback on what you guys thought at podcast at theomarproject.com. And really looking forward to talking to you guys next week.